I'm Laura, aka Biceps, personal trainer and soon-to-be-published author of Lift Yourself, out July the 25th. I believe that discovering health and fitness, and weightlifting in particular, has the power to change your life. It did mine. I found the power of lifting weights completely transformed my own personal body image, from wanting a thigh gap to feeling proud of my strong and athletic figure. After years of crazy diets and not feeling good enough, I finally felt physically successful. And I can't begin to describe how empowering it is to pick up something you didn't think you could. That feeling of ambition will transfer into your daily life and will have the habit of making you feel like you can achieve whatever you set your mind to, if you put in the work and have enough patience to see out the process. Ultimately, I believe that strength doesn't come from what you can do. It comes from overcoming the things you once thought you couldn't. I'll be exploring this idea every week, celebrating extraordinary men and women who share their stories of resilience, lifting others, and the challenges they faced along the way. Welcome to Biceps and Banter. I'm super excited to be partnering with Fitbit for this series. I'm officially obsessed with my Fitbit from tracking my sleep quality every night to monitoring my effort in workouts and general low intensity activity throughout the day. I genuinely love the brand. For me, having an awareness of this kind of health data really does help me to lead a healthier, more active life, which is very important to me. I have found that using my Fitbit watch and having the app on my phone can help give you the motivation to track your movement and supports you in pursuing a more balanced and healthy lifestyle. And remember, if you're not assessing, you're just guessing. Welcome uh, to Biceps and Banter, Donna Moore. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh no, thank you so much for for coming on. We are actually today, we've just escaped from body power. And as I arrived, I I saw crowds, queues surrounding uh, people trying to meet you. How was that? Oh, it's pretty good. I I enjoy meeting everybody and it's, uh, you know, nice to be able to ask you questions about, you know, what's happening and what you're doing next, you know, it's nice to meet the public. I was uh, a little bit nervous coming to meet you because I've sort of watched your your journey for years and as a as a young weedy whippersnapper in the novice strong woman <laughs> uh, land you you represent so much inspiration for me but many of my sort of peers in in the industry but not just because of your performance but you as a as a person as well and I I think Thank I you. can speak on behalf of a lot of people that you 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 kind of act on with so much integrity and, and so humble. And it's been amazing to watch you compete. So you were crowned the world's strongest woman 2016 yeah. and 2017. Yeah. And then the Arnold Pro yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. So that's your, your biggest sort of feats to date in terms mm-hmm. of your achievements. But you actually didn't start that long ago, did you? No. 2012. 2012, yeah. Yeah, so this this makes me feel a little bit better, you know, in, in, in <laughs> yeah. life that... Actually, if if you do put your mind to it, you could achieve great things in actually a relatively short space of time, I, I would it say. It doesn't feel like a short space of time. Does it uh, not? Not all the time. It's only when I think uh, 2012 wasn't that long ago, but no. sometimes it feels a lot longer than that. Yeah. yeah. So mm. tell me, So tell me, where were you at in, in 2012 that made you decide that you wanted to start? Um, I'd just been going to um, uh, gym classes, actually, uh, body pump, body yeah. attack, body combat, yeah. just things like that, because I didn't actually want to go into a gym at all because I would have no idea what I was doing so that's where my journey kind of started out 
And as I got a bit more confident with what I was doing, I'd gone to, you know, other gyms in my local area. And one of the guys there directed me to a bit more of a sort of strong money powerlifting gym where everything was a bit more, not kind of commercial gym based, we'll just call them just like that. Um, and he gave, gave me some training on all the big compound lifts and yeah. through the magic of social media, a lady, I must have posted some lifts and a lady invited me to a strong woman competition in air. I lived in Scotland at the time. Okay. So that was that really. So you started doing body pump. Yeah, that, started I doing absolutely body love pump. that. Great, I would love it. Yeah. And so, when you first started, what what first attracted you to sort of body pump versus sort of a normal cardio class or cycling? Or well, I, I did go to uh, body attack as well. I really enjoyed enjoyed that. It was just that I didn't want to go to the gym, and in actual fact, it was because I was really large, um, like an overweight, really. And my GP had said, you know, I would feel a lot better if I just lost weight and got healthy, really. Okay. Um, more from a state of mind as well than anything else. You know, sometimes in those classes it builds a bit of a, you know, a community. The same Definitely. ladies are there. And where I was, I was lucky that there was a little crash, so my kids could go in the crash just for like the hour and think something like that needs to be approached in lots of places, but it was a godsend. How long were you doing that before someone, that person found you? Probably quite a while. And then I did step away from it and just went to the gym when I started to know what I was doing. Yeah. And then just occasionally went to a class and maybe did a bit of spinning or whatever. But yeah. um, I just, in, in fact, enjoyed doing my own workouts, really. Yeah. And I don't really know. It would have been quite a quite a lengthy period, yeah. I suppose. Quite a few years, probably five. Yeah. Mm. I think it, I think it is the gym environment, especially for women. A lot of the feedback I get is it's really intimidating. Yeah, and I just didn't have any confidence where I was in my life at that point either. Got you. So I didn't want to put myself in that situation as well as yeah. uh, as well as trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing with all these machines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So did you set yourself a plan of so you, you've been to see a GP, whatever it is? You're like, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna change something. Did you set yourself a plan of how many times you would go? No, I think I just went straight away just to see how I would like it. Got you. And then I was always active when I was younger. I had horses. I would have to ride oh, my okay. bike to my horse. And swimming, um, I've touched on in other interviews, but I, I used to be pretty good at it. But my my dad wanted me to go to um, swimming lessons and take it further and go to swimming club. And I was I was having none of it. Okay. <laughs> no. So I've always, swimming something that I've done. And it's probably something that I should have pursued at the time. But yeah. when you're younger, you just say no. Yeah, totally. I want to ride my pony, kind of thing. Is what I was <laughs> totally. It would have been like yeah, that. Same. Yeah, yeah, same, same. You know, it was it for me it, that, that where I was when I was a young person. You know, being yeah. active and riding horses, riding yeah. my bike, being outside all the time. Yeah, um, that per, part of me just disappeared. So, in actual fact, when I got active again, um, I think my body, and my mind was thankful for the fact that I decided to do that. Totally. I felt much better straight away. So by participating in sort of this group fitness, whatever it was, mm-hmm. you found this community, someone's found you, you started to learn a little bit more how to lift. Yeah. And then it sort of went from there. Uh, basically, yeah. So I'd done this first competition in 2012 and the yeah. ladies there, um, there was it was an international kind of competition. Yeah. She'd invited people from all over and, you know, they were big and kind of scary, but they were lovely and supportive. Yeah. And then there wasn't really that much social media like it is now so I had to like look at them on YouTube right um and I remember looking at you know one of them in particular and thinking my goodness what on earth am I gonna do the other the other women yeah right so I just knew that I wanted to do another one after I'd finished that first one so do you remember what the events were um it was a strange competition because everything was max okay fine so it was even like it was a max yoke 
But when you're a person that's just starting out... Over a distance. Yeah, and you could have as many goes as you want. But obviously, right. if you don't know you just sort of what you might do, because you never even had a real yoke to try on, okay. um, you're, you're going to have to take everything. The guy that was the um, you know the MC that day, and even just a couple of days ago on um, my Facebook, he had said, I think you'd walked like 500 miles with the, you know, the yoke <laughs> that day, because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, you know, the same with the farmers. It was yeah. like the maximum, like these ladies knew maybe they could do 100 kilo a hand. Well, just, I don't know how much I can do. So I had to take every single like weight that came along. So it was a, a very taxing day. So you a lot of volume on your first comp, yeah, just um, working up. It was a lot. And the deadlift was, again, it was a max silver dollar deadlift. And Oy. I think at the time, I don't know what my PB was, but I think I'd managed to pull 160 wow. on that day. So that was, first comp. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was quite good. And I won the one-arm dumbbell press event. So that was quite nice. Okay. But um, the rest of it, I didn't really know what it's doing. So the silver dollar deadlift, had you even had a chance? I'm pretty sure they don't no, do that in body pumps. So. No, um, I hadn't. And the gym that I was at, we didn't, you know, really do anything. Yeah. I didn't really know what it was, to be fair. So you, you just had developed this strength. You thought, I'm going to try this competition. And you just went for it. Yeah, I think it's possibly because I would be competitive-ish anyway. Okay. And I like to push myself. Like we said, when I was younger, I would have been like that and active and competitive and doing things. But that person got lost somewhere. When I've come back to lifting and this kind of community, then um, I found I found that again. Do you, can you identify as to when you when you lost that person? Um, probably because I made a few uh, bad relationship decisions, I right. would imagine. Okay. And I just wasn't happy. And yeah. having when you're young, and I was young as well. Yeah. So having two young kids yeah. um, when you're not that old yourself, it's yeah. di- it's difficult. Um, and I didn't live anywhere near my family. I was away, Got you. so it was it was difficult then too. So you you found your your mojo back. Yeah, I did. So, yeah. You, so you started your first comp. You've done it. So yeah. then, what what happened next? Then I didn't really do that much. Just carried on going to the gym, and I moved from where I lived in Scotland back to Yorkshire, which Got is where you. I am, and that's where yeah. my family are. Yeah. So there was a few other competitions that were more accessible. Yeah. I can't really remember where I went then after that it was the Midlands and stuff it's just yeah. you know other competitions along the way to where I am sort of now well it's yeah. amazing so I guess this brings me to 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 ask around the the definition of a strong woman to mm. me and 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 sat here in front of you is so much greater than what than what you can lift and um, so definitely. so how what what's your I think I probably touched on other things as well it's about being a like a strong person and just in life in general um you know I don't really not do anything to my full sort of potential. I like to, you know, yeah. be strong and show a good example for my kids that you can achieve. If there's something that you want, you can go out there and get it, but you just have to actually put the work in and it might take an awfully long time. But, you know, if you keep going at that one thing, you know, you might be something in your 20s that you wanted to do, but you don't ever get to do it until you're 60. Time just doesn't always allow for it at the time that it's doing. I'm just fortunate that my my sort of... Everything has come together now, <laughs> but it's it's not hasn't just come together by fluke. That's because mm. you've 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 decided to do it. A lot of women out there, I think, can relate that you know, especially with with kids and, and jobs, that if they're in a position where they don't feel as self confident, they it's really difficult. It's intimidating to go to the to the gym, and they're in a bit of a rut. Mm-hmm. So what what do they what do they do? How do they find the time? Because you you found it yeah. somewhere. I think you just have to make it, and it's a choice. And I think that's that's what people find hard to hear, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Well, I just don't have time. What you do, you just have to decide to yeah. what you're going to prioritise and what you're doing. And 
competing in strong woman is it's high on my priority list so therefore yeah. I make time for it but even before when I just was exercising because I, I wanted to lose weight and I did feel so much better yeah just my well-being was so much better that I made time to get that feeling yeah absolutely and I, I feel like it's it's even more than just losing weight mm-hmm. it's 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 participating in something that makes you feel a certain yeah, way definitely. and however your body looks as a as a result is kind of by, by the by the wayside it sort of happens because you're happier mm-hmm. I, I I believe so as you've sort of started training physically you must have you must have gone through a bit of, a, of an evolution how how has that been yeah, I suppose I have, if you look back at pictures. So when I first started going to the gym and uh, my kids were young, then I was like, I was just big and overweight. And then I made a conscious decision that, yes, we were going to uh, go to the gym and get healthy. And I lost a lot. <laughs> That's the yeah. difference in pictures in like the space of a year. Yeah. It's um, it, even to me, looking back at it now, I thought, yeah. oh, cranky, that was a lot. Um, and then obviously the evolution of the way the way that it is now is sort of, I have slowly got like bigger, really building muscle mass yes it is yeah and um have changed shape but i mean i have been lifting continuously heavy weights for yeah for a very long time absolutely you know the different ways of training you know i I train to be strong it's specifically for that reason so the way that i look is direct reflection on that and are you conscious of it at all? Has anyone ever um, commented? Yeah, is it... I can. I can be really self-conscious. You can really? ask my boyfriend. <laughs> I can have, you know, quite a lot of issues about trying to go out. You know, go out if I was going to go uh, to a party or you know something like that. Trying to find something to wear because I'm wide across the top and not necessarily as wide around the bottom, sort of thing. So things are difficult to have. And then people do pass common. People can be mean. You know, yeah. people are not very nice always on social media. You know, yeah. you just have to rise above it. And, you know, I'm pleased with what I've accomplished for my own self. So what they think about how big my biceps are, you crack on with how big you think my biceps are because I love they serve the purpose for me and they're not serving your purpose because yours is not the same as mine. I absolutely love that. And I think that's not just physical strength, that's strength of your your mindset as well because you're so focused on what is right for you mm-hmm. that what anyone else thinks, you know, it is completely irrelevant. So power to you. One of the biggest questions I get asked is how I stay motivated to be active beyond my day job as a trainer. I need to ensure I'm moving enough And also, if I have had a particularly active day, I need to ensure I'm fueling my body enough to perform. I can't talk enough about the benefits of managing your sleep and the quality of it. Going from a stressful or high-energy job to having to wind down and get an early night can sometimes be a challenge, and it definitely affects how I feel and how much energy I have the next day. My Fitbit helps me to track the various sleep stages I'm in, from light sleep, to deep sleep, right through to REM. So if I haven't managed to get a solid seven to eight hours, I need to be aware that I might not be on top form for the next day. By tracking my personal stats through features like heart rate monitoring, active minutes over the day, as well as my sleep data, I have a much better understanding of my overall health. And it's really hard, you know, especially with social media. You could have so much support or, you know, and then that one comment yeah. can just hit you. Totally. And it can take you back to that other place that you were at. Yeah. And you've worked so hard. I can I can definitely re- relate and, to that. And I think at the start, that, that one, like you said, the one comment would have affected me 
the most, even if someone had said, yeah, but there's 500 comments that say, oh, that's fantastic. But it would be the one that said, oh, no, you look like this or oh, women shouldn't do that or, you know, something else like derogatory. And, you, yeah. you know, that would be the one that would stick. But it's taken yeah. me and obviously as I've got older, it's you, your perspective on things just change when you get older. Yeah. So, you know, you're able to put it to sort of one side and leave them with their small minded main mentality you know for you. yeah i love that so you're you're i i i think i i feel you have such high standards for yourself mm. and you work so hard to get it do you sometimes think you are a little bit hard on on yourself um definitely then um you know i know the people i'm listening they don't know what we were talking about before when we were walking here uh, yeah but you know about my i didn't win the last competition yeah. that i was at the, so this, the, was, this was last year, yeah, so well, was the this Arnold was, Pro. Yeah, the Arnold was earlier this year, and then World's Strongest Woman was December, so they were really kind of close Got together. Um, so, yeah, in the World's Strongest Woman in December, yeah, I was, and I was very hard on myself mm. and anybody else that I came into contact with. Yeah. We so, even tried to be encouraging. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. so for, for, the, for the listeners' benefit, um, Don and I were talking about this on, on the walk up, that she had had a hissy fit for quite some time. Yes, I did. Yeah. So can you can you share with the guys what what was the what was the event? Talk talk me through that competition. Um well, I knew that it was it was going to be a very tight competition. You know, the competition at the top for us now is it's is very tight. Yeah. Everyone's at really high standards. It's uh, great. That's what we want. That's what we want. And everything was kind of going as I, as I thought it was going to, you know, I don't have the biggest press and I don't have the biggest deadlift. So and a one particular event that um, I trained the most for because I thought I would have the most difficulty is like a yoke carrying at a certain distance and then you had to run back and collect a hundred kilo sandbag. What, and take what it, weight was on the yoke? Um, 272 kilo, 600 pound for, I think it was 20 sure. meters. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> run can't. back 20 meters and get your sandbag. So the yoke part wouldn't always be the best part for me. Right. So I knew that I would have to make up time on the sandbag and I'd spent so much time yeah. with uh, my coaches practicing picking up sandbags and even in the warm-ups and everything it's perfect I was like right this is this is great yeah this is all going to be okay yeah and then I did the yoke part and I went as it were I was sprinting back to get the sandbag and I was like oh this is great and then you're in the lead at this point um no well I don't know because you only could do two lanes at a time got yeah so um, it was pretty fast it was as best as you could have done yes yeah we were both at the sandbag I caught up with her yeah to get the sandbag and the technique that I'd used to pick it up I just didn't get it right just yeah. didn't get it right. And then I ended up having to like do something else, which I don't even know what it was, <laughs> and do the best and post it over. And it and made me come something like fifth in that event and it's too far. Yeah. Cannot be that. Yeah. So again, like we say, competition at the top is uh, tight. So there was um, a point dividing one, two and three. So like we shared a point between the three of us That's at the end. That's absolute madness. And, so, yeah. But I guess, you know, we, we are very hard on ourselves mm-hmm. for, for, a, for a number of things and... For, from from my perspective, which is sort of on the on this very low end of of just the the sport that you have been a, a guiding light in, I would say for so That's long, <laughs> to just make you know one mistake and to come sit, it's just absolutely incredible. But you know, I appreciate it's it's we are tough on ourselves uh, for these things, and all the rest of the events were strong for you. Um, they were they were much of a muchness. They were all kind of. Um, standard really like I say I'm, I'm not the biggest presser and I don't have the biggest deadlift you know but I try to be consistent it's pretty across huge the, though isn't it uh, it's not bad it's not bad uh, across the <laughs> across the board and that's what I would that's how it usually works out for me because I'm yeah. all right at most things you know so if, if you were to create your all the events that really suit you what what would it be um 
I'm not sure whether you could say that they suit me, but they're the most things that I find the most fun. Yeah, yeah. So we'll go with the most fun. I think um, I love a, I love a good truck pull, bus yeah. pull, plane pull, something that looks really plane cool. Plane pull. Um, you must be one of like a handful of people that have ever done that in, uh, in it's, the whole world. It's so it's such a great. Th- Thing. I was so lucky to get the opportunity. Was to it do a that. rope pull or a, um, um, a harness? harness yeah, yeah, harness and rope in Norway in the rain. And um, <laughs> yeah, so a, a pull. I do like um, you know like a back, like you said, keg toss, back yeah. toss, something like that. Yeah, Atlas stones, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, so was that was that a world record with the, It was the no yeah. no without tacky. Yeah. So for 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 listeners that might not necessarily know what tacky is, mm. that's something that you apply to an, in, yeah. essentially enhance your grip. Yeah, it's a grip aid because they're such smooth, uh, round stones, so it's hard. And, you know, also it can be quite um, taxing on, you know, your upper arms, your biceps. It can be, end up being yeah. quite a bicep, so it helps, you know, with that. And what, really. was, what was the weight that you, you um, did? 147 kilos for five so reps if, with no tacky. If um if anyone at this point is as inspired as I am, you must Google it because it is it, the video of Donna doing it is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's and on your YouTube. your coach Jenny is absolutely yeah. screaming. <laughs> yes, yeah. um, she spends a lot of time doing that. I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh-huh. but that's a that's a great partnership that you yeah, have. Yeah, we do. So how long have you trained with Jenny? Um, a while now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first met Jenny, um, it was a, it was at a competition that we were both competing at, and we're I didn't even know she was from like the northeast, you know, right. of England, like me. And I didn't really like her and she didn't really like me, to be fair. So right. we never really bothered with each other okay. at all. Um, until we went to another competition in Scotland and she'd contact me saying, do you want to share somewhere to stay? You know, it's kind of pricey. Yeah. So um, I did share with her and her mum and stuff when when we went. And then we've been sort of friends from there. So have been working with Jenny, I, I can't even remember, years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess over this time, and we talk a lot about the community within Strong Women, you must have seen the popularity of the sport evolve so much, so much, and I'm and I'm so pleased. Yeah. It's so fun and empowering. You know, not everybody wants to compete, but you don't always have to. This it's accessible everywhere now, and with the weight categories, if you do want to compete, it's accessible for everyone to do. Absolutely, you know? and that's a big thing. So, if if someone was thinking, all right, I'm 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 liking what you're saying, but I just don't think I'm anywhere near where you're at. What advice would you give to someone to start out? Well, I don't think you should sort of see, think about anything to do with where I am. Just think of where they are and then, you know, go and lift the weights that are applicable to them. Go and have a try because you yeah. don't really know. That first ever competition, I had to take every single weight that came along because I didn't know what I was going to do. And he still obviously had to, you know, make as many points as possible. So I think that's why I did something like 10 runs with the, with the yoke <laughs> and seven runs with the farmers. I would never, <laughs> ever want to do that now. But, you know... Because because I didn't know. So yeah. you have to test yourself. Yeah. And then I think you'd be pleasantly surprised, to be honest. I think most people would surprise themselves if they just tried. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think people should feel confident enough to take it upon themselves to go, where am I at now? What could my first step be? Like mm-hmm. you describe, yours was body pump and, yeah. and body attack in, in, a, in a local gym and kind of just see where it takes you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, get get a friend, get get a pal, and and find something you you feel comfortable doing. I think it's just making making the you know you people want to change, but they have to make the choice to change. Yeah. So where do you see the sport of strong woman, strong man going? Because mm. you've got things like so obviously powerlifting is very different. Yeah. Um, and you've got sort of the rise of like CrossFit mm-hmm. over over the last yeah. years and. 
um, even just standing in, in, in body power, I'm stood in between sort of a CrossFit comp, a, a strong woman comp, and every, everything's sort of merging into to one. Mm. What are your thoughts on CrossFit as a, as a sport? I think it's great. I spend quite a lot of time watching CrossFit Do documentaries, you? yeah. I find them quite inspiring. Yeah. Um, and the dedication, and I just like to listen to their stories of their training. Yeah. Um, I was watching one the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. one did you watch? Um, it was one of the ones where they were preparing for the games. It, to me, it doesn't even matter what year it is. Yeah. I just want to uh, watch their training and yeah. um, their lifestyle and, you know, and watch the event as they're doing it with them and the cameras. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anyone in particular that you sort of think, oh, she's good or he's... he's... I like Tia, Tia Toomey yeah. from New Zealand. Or Australia. Australia, or, yeah. Or, yeah. Do, do you relate a little bit to her? Because she's got quite a focused mindset. She's mm-hmm. sort of... I think I can I'd probably like watching them so much because I can relate the differences that they can make a career out of CrossFit and we can't make a career out of Strong Women. Yet. Hmm. Yet. We're, we're, we've been talking about that yeah. a lot. I, I, I think it's... it's um, it, CrossFit must have been at this stage at one point. And I guess it's it needs support of, of brands or sponsors or... Um, especially if sort of participation with females in, in sport that, you know, I, I would love, I remember as a kid watching World's Strongest Man yeah. and watching the bus pulls and watching mm. the, like, it was amazing. So, it, you know, it, do you f- ever foresee it being more of a commercial sport? Um, well, it used to be on the television at the same time as World's Strongest Woman. Yeah. And I remember watching Jill Mills um, doing a squat event on there and thinking, oh my goodness, look at her. Because she's like, to me... To me, she's beautiful. Yeah, you know, and I love how she looks, and you know, she's really muscular. And I was just yeah. like, definitely, that this is great. And I remember watching it and thinking that I liked it more than when I was watching the guys. And I'm obviously yeah. a strongman fan. Yeah, you know. Anyway, um, so I really, I really enjoyed that, and it was only on with them for a couple of years, and then it, it stopped. But um, I think that's due to like the social side of what people could watch and what they didn't want to watch you know I think the world wasn't really ready for women lifting weights like that and you know now it's it's a little bit better you know I think women lifting weights is more socially acceptable completely agree. but where um strong woman is going well we're, we're getting better you know world's strongest woman is back yeah that's a great start the Arnold um has its amateur world championships and then it has this pro class for women now as well yeah. And the women's pro class is well received. It's on the main stage. Yeah. You know, the people are there watching you and the crowd's the crowd's great. Um, official strongman games as well, you know, yeah. that has a big uh you know, weight class weight class division and everything. So, you know, it's again it's accessible, you can qualify online. Yeah. Um so it is coming together, but I think people also have to remember that strongman is a niche sport anyway. Yeah. So we're, you know, in a minority sport and Women are the minority in it. Absolutely. Ish. <laughs> it's growing. You know, it's growing. I think that's why I like it so much because it is sort of completely against the grain mm. of of what women should be doing. I guess um, for me, I've never experienced such a more powerful community than I have in a, in a novice strong women competition. So I, last year I did one at the Commando Temple in Deptford mm-hmm. in London. And I've never experienced in a competition someone cheer me on that I'm competing against mm-hmm. and I genuinely felt they wanted me to do well. Yeah. Is is this the same in, in all in all levels? Um sort I, of. I, I think sort of. I mean up to, up to a point because, you know, we're at the serious end of business now. Yeah, you know of course. if someone was having some difficulty and everything, you know, I would definitely be there. Your compassion's so, there. Yeah, of course, supporting yeah. them. I, I've 
you know, I've got compassion and just in general because of my job as well. So, yeah, you know, so absolutely. I do want people to, um, you know, to do well and uh, succeed. And, um, you know, I would stand there and, and cheer for people. Yeah. But also, you know, I've got to yeah, keep a co- an eye on what I'm doing myself before getting wrapped up in something else. I'm happy for whoever wins. They did a good job, you know. Yeah. And uh, the girl that won, Arnold Olga from the Ukraine, yeah, yeah. you know, battled against with her for years yeah. and years. It was nice. She did good on the day, you know. So yeah. I was happy for her. Yeah. All the pictures that you can see of me in Olga, I'm just really happy. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, all the videos, you just look ecstatic <laughs> yeah. to be there. I'm just really happy to be competing on this on that stage with that opportunity. And at so many British women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was quite a few of us in there this time, yeah. yeah. And in the amateur class as well, we were represented, so. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So what does training look like for you? Because you're a very busy woman. Yeah. What, what does your average, I know it's, it's very different probably, and depending on what you're working towards, mm. but how often are you training? Um, at the minute, um, I just do four gym days a week, maybe yeah. five. Um, and that's two press days. I divide my pressing down and... Yeah. Um, squat and deadlift um, and then I might go and do an event session on a Saturday morning if I'm not at work or yeah. whatever um, but they tried to keep my skills set up with my event training because it's not near where I live it's an hour away where yeah, I that's go. at the Spartan yeah it's at Spartan yeah. that's a, con- a concert so that's an hour away from where I live yeah so then we're you know two hours of traveling before we've even done any training so yeah. um, uh, I would maybe go up there once every two weeks and have a session with Jack just yeah. to keep my skills set up and, you know, it's educational as well. I feel that I need to keep up learning yeah, as well. And if something, I've got a bit lax on something, then he'll tell me. If I see Jenny, obviously Jenny will tell me every time. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's it's nice to be reminded, you know, we might be not competing right now, but we still need to keep, you know, on it really. Yeah. So then whenever you know when your next comp is, the events get released, do you then yeah. quickly switch up your training to be specific? Yeah, it, it's training specifically for that and around those events. Yeah. So um, in my sort of like not strongman gym, that we do have some, there is a log and an axle and okay. stuff like that. So I would maybe change my pressing to whatever implement I might end up being. Um, or ex- if it was a circus dumbbell, then I would like, you know, use the dumbbells in there and yeah. you know, practice the movement kind of thing. Yeah. Um, deadlifts, you know, you can lift them up higher or lower, you know, you set yeah. up your other strange whatever contraption deadlift you know you can build things yeah um but obviously i have to go other places for my yoke and go up to spartan for my yoke and farmers and stones yeah is there any day that you wake up and you just think i can't be bothered to train today yeah there is of course that that makes feel a bit happier because it's it's such a commitment even just you know i I feel like at the moment especially with the, the the social media chat that goes on about fitness that it's like this pressure to sort of keep up and it's very interesting hearing you train four or five days a week. Mm-hmm. I know people that train twice a day, yeah, ev- every day. And it, it's you know it's almost like actually perhaps people need to really reconsider what are you training for. Yeah, I think that's the difference. I'm training. I was training for something. Yeah. So I would do four gym days and two event sessions a week. So that's six sessions. Yeah. So I was sometimes I would have to go twice. So I'd go yeah. to see Jack in the morning, and then I would have to go to the gym at night. Yeah. And because the next day I'd be at work and I wouldn't have time to go. And in your job, are you sat down? Um, no, I'm driving around you're in driving and out of people's around. houses. Okay, okay yeah. so you're, you're on the move, that's, but still in the car a lot. Yeah, yeah, just uh, driving around and up in the dales and things and like we, that. And Donna and I, on the walk here, we were talking about running. Mm. So sometimes, <laughs> so you like to go for a little run sometimes. Well, I haven't, I said, it, well, I was thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My son would like to go, me to go for a run with him, so... 
we'll we'll think about it. I would like to. I used to enjoy doing it, so you know, maybe while I'm not doing my event training, I could bung a little run in somewhere, a bit of headspace. But see, you know, cardio that's event specific is just moving things faster. Right. Um, well, yeah, and we do um, these like strength circuits at the end of our workout, so they would be the accessories of okay. something. So we would do them as like maybe, I suppose the best way to describe them is like a great big giant superset. Okay. So like A, B, C, D. Um, and for the Arnold, one of our events was a stone to shoulder. So I had a stone of steel that I could take into my clean gym. Okay. <laughs> so, for example, uh, we'd, you know, do some other exercise, but then that would be in my circuit and it's yeah. for 20 minutes and you're not allowed to stop. So you're just going around these oh, four exercises for that amount of time. So it is a little bit more, a little it's bit more taxing. than that. Yeah. Because I think you, you need to have the endurance, really. And on those days where you wake up and you just think, oh, my God, I, I've been working really hard. I haven't slept very well, whatever it is. Mm. What do you say to yourself? Um, well, I mean, I'm just like other people some days. I just don't go. OK. You know, because I've got something else that I have to that I have to do. Yeah. You know, and if I got to the gym, again, they are quite far away from where I live. Yeah. And um, I didn't have enough time, then it would have been a sort of a waste of a journey sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but the other days that I, I might think, and I do have the time, and, okay. you know, um, I just go. I just go. I make myself go. You make yourself go. Yeah. So what is your motivation? If you were to describe it, what what get what has got you to the position that you are in, in your career in life right now? Taking the first step to change yeah. was the biggest thing. Yeah. Then um, finding something that I enjoyed doing, first of all. So I enjoyed the body pump. But yeah. then, you know, I was stronger in body pump than yeah. you know, most of the people. So, you know, <laughs> it's, um, you know, finding something else that's a bit more of a challenge. And then yeah. um, when I did my competitions, um, then I just enjoyed doing those too. So it's just like my kids are older. And like I've said, I want to show them that if you do, you know, work hard or whatever it is that you're going to do, then, you know, the, what you want will happen for you you just have to be prepared and have the patience you know for it to happen but also as well now with social media I want to show the rest of the world along with the other strong ladies that um you know I compete against that you know what women can do you know what you what you see us do you can you can do that it is there you know you just if you want it to be it's amazing and I think um the the work that you've done, the journey that you've had will continue to sort of, I think, pave a path for, for more strong women, strong ladies to come in. And I feel like even just at, at my level, in within even within London, more and more women are starting to take on the the fact that they want to be strong, not just for an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It's because they, they, they want to they want to feel good, but it's about a performance and it's more about the numbers and, and less on the on the scales. Yeah, I think it's a, a sense of achievement and accomplishment and like I always say it's empowering, you know, until you've been pulling like a great big truck along somewhere, then, you know, you don't you don't know. You just think, oh my goodness, I've watched the videos back of truck pulls and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I love truck pull or tyre flip, you know, that's one of my other favourite things, yeah. you know. Um, I just think it's such a cool looking event, you know, people know that this is a heavy sort of thing, so... You just think, yeah, I've done that this time, yeah. So, and what would you what would you say to people that think I can't do that? But um, I don't really have that. <laughs> if you ask my kids and say, "Well, I can't do that," we don't speak like that. <laughs> um, so you can, you just have to want to, and that's the difference. Make the time. Is is there anything else that in life that you really want to? Is there anything else that you really want to do? What what's next for you? Um, with. In in life, there's different things that I would um, I would like to do. 
sport, uh, strong woman wise. I'm going to go and lift the Dinny Stones. The um, so t- tell us a bit more about the Dinny Stones uh, the for Dinny those stones, that don't know. Um, there's some Scottish stones, and there's a whole like history behind them. It's probably easier than me explaining them if you just Google the Dinny Google Stones. Google Dinny Stones, yeah. guys. Um, but they're like a test of grip as well because they're heavy. They're 188 kilo at the front stone and 144 kilo on the back stone. Okay. But they're very difficult to hold because they've got old handles. So really basically, they're hoops. all they're the variety, aren't they? So you've got different handles, but the wor- the worst ones are the hoops. Yeah, so these ones are actually locked into the stones and you have to book a time to go and lift them. Wow. So um, I'm going to hopefully go and do mine in August. So there's only been a few women that have lifted them and then some people have lifted them with straps. And then I think one person's lifted them maybe without. So I'm going to go and want to go and do that this summer. How heavy are they? Yeah, 144 at the back and 188 wow. at the front. So you have to kind of be staggered lift um then the ard blair stones they look like atlas stones onto these big whiskey barrels but you're not allowed any grip aid at all and there's loads of them not even chalk mm, you can use chalk but it doesn't really do anything no not if it rains because it's in scotland so <laughs> and it's outside <laughs> you know you just um look at the draw it'll rain the day that i go to no, do it, it for won't. sure no, um those kind of things they're just like things for a bit of fun um i would like um a large atlas stone you know atlas stone record you yeah. know, a really big one. Yeah. But other than that, I'm happy with what I've done. Did I? Th- I never thought at the start that this is what it would be. Where Where did you Where did you think after that first comp? Did you ever Did you ever imagine that it would get to where you are now? No, of course not. And from seven years, mm-hmm. and I think this is the thing that I've I certainly notice is especially with social media, we're sold these products that you know you can get results in seven days, in in ten days, in a, you know. It's it's actually madness. And mm. when you, I guess, as you've described, you can relate to that feeling of maybe being a little bit lost mm-hmm. and you didn't know, it's really challenging being bombarded with all these messages. Yeah. So like how how do you how do you even break through all the all these messages that people are, are getting? I, I, I don't know. It's a diff, that's difficult because there's so much exposure to all the all the messages. I think I was just lucky enough to take the opportunity to do that one competition and that's when I found out that it was something that I liked. Yeah. You know, I think with other people there is a lot of choice out out there of well, other things that they can do. But, you know, short-term things don't always last, mm. you know, and this has been um, a journey for, mes- you know, myself and physically stronger, yeah. but it's also been a large journey on, like, my own personal self-development. Yeah. You know, it, I'm not the same person ever that I was then even before I started you know if I look at the pictures like me and my kids when they were really small it's do we look completely different but I'm not even the same person you know? do they do they come to watch you um, no, no only if it's in the if it's in the UK they might yeah but it's, it's just like over it really to be honest because your, your, your son wants to be an NBA <laughs> yeah he wants to be in the he wants to go and play basketball okay so um yeah, we I invest in him, so he goes to the gym and I get someone there to train him. That's very um, cool. And, you know, that's given him the best opportunity. So if I invest in him, then in return, the deal is he has to invest in himself. Yeah. I, I From this, the, the conversation that we've had over the, the last, I guess, hour or so, I just feel so much dedication from you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like whatever you set your mind to, 
you just give it a good go. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, it's just the way that I am. Uh, but mm. but but you've but you've done that. You've you've created it. No one came and 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 gave you a. This is how you're going to do it. You've just gone out there and and done it. And I think it is really challenging. Yes, it's intimidating. But I agree yeah. with you that wherever you're at, you just need to go. Okay, this is. I'm accepting where I am here. Mm-hmm. If I need to make a change, the only person that's going to be able to do that is is me. Definitely, and I think people you know, need to be accountable to yourself. Um, and in, in kind of in the job that I do as well, I see a lot of people who um, expect it to be done for them. Yeah. And um, I feel that you can't, you can't be like that at all. You know, you have to, you have to do it yourself. <laughs> you do. Completely you do. agree. Hard work, hard there work are, pays there off. There are people around you to support you. And like, you know, you said about the strong women community and yeah. like, you know, things like that. Everyone will be around you and to support you. And it's great that you go to, you can go training with loads of people, you know, it really will be a benefit um, to not only like your physical, but your mental well-being as well. Amazing. Well, this just about comes to the close of our interview. As um, we, we come to our last words, I just want to say thank you so much. Yeah, thank it you. has been a genuine pleasure just to, just, to, just to sit here and, and listen to you. And even on the walk up. We're sort of we're we're going to be heading back into body power, into fan zone. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, for all for all the listeners and and personally, Donna has been an amazing inspiration. If you want to find her, check out her Instagram, which is Donna Moore Strong Woman. Um, her approach to a deadlift is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I know people keep tagging me. That some a guy, a guy, a guy tagged me <laughs> in his in his walk up to something else the other day. So that's that's pretty cool. I like things like that. It'd I love be, it. You know, it's fun. It's fun. It's nice that you've made a difference that people noticed. And to me, it's important too. Good. Well, it it shows. And and thank you for that. And I very much love your the attitude of if you want something enough, you just need to put the hard work in. Yeah. And it's not going to happen overnight. No. Donna has been working for seven years, and yeah. she has achieved being the best in the world mm-hmm. because I believe she wanted it enough. Yeah. I did. And, you know, other people's journeys might take even longer or whatever they want. You just, you know, you have to put the work in to get what it is that you want in anything, which is what I'm telling my kids to do at school <laughs> right now. I absolutely yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. I think this is not the last that we're going to hear from, from Donna Moore. I, I, I think she would be absolutely incredible and inspiring to kind of, I can see you holding large talks. Do you think so? I, I, I can. <laughs> I very much can. I've, I've really enjoyed uh, talking to you. So Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Donna. And um, yeah, hopefully, I, you know, I'll be lifting what you can soon. Just I just need seven years. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'll start with body pump. Yeah, I'm sure body I've... pump is just awesome. People should do body pump. Yeah. Yeah. 230 kilo deadlift in body pump. Yeah, maybe not, but maybe uh, not. they'll enjoy singing along to the songs while they're squatting. Absolutely. And, it's fun. <laughs> and everyone starts somewhere. Yeah, they do. Donna, thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. And that's it, team. Another episode down. And as ever, I want to round this up with a final thank you to all the gang at Fitbit. Because without the team there, this podcast wouldn't be possible. Using all the resources I can access with my Fitbit means I can utilize personalized insights and have guidance on how to improve my overall health and well-being. At the end of each day, I like to check my stats to just evaluate my day and gives me the reassurance I need that I am pursuing a healthy and active lifestyle. See you next time, team. 